Welcome to or back to Holistically You podcast. This is a holistic destination that covers topics specifically for you. We talk all things nutrition, performance-based mindset, mental health recovery, food, athletics, and basically everything you need to become the holer version of yourself. I'm your host, Sam, a Division I distance runner and future dietitian here to take you along my journey and to help you with yours. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the weekly episode. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Holistically You podcast. It's a new week. Here we are yet again. We're conquering January. We're almost almost through. I think next week will be February when the episode drops, which is crazy. Yeah, will. It'll be February. Oh my gosh. Okay. We're in one month. We did it. So proud of us. Today is actually going to be a weird episode. Just a fair warning. Honestly, honestly, I didn't really plan it. The words just kind of came to me. I was writing a lot yesterday and they just kind of flowed out and I just kind of thought of something that really relates to just my life and where it's at right now and so I figured I'd share my thoughts on it because there's bound to be another human being out there who feels the same and it's all about that weird in between of mental health you know and and it goes right along with my week like my week was just so up and down and there was a lot of high highs a lot of great moments and then a lot of low lows and I think everyone can relate to that to some extent. It's like life, right? Like it comes with the the good and the bad, the beautiful and the ugly times, all of that. But I just kind of want to sit down and just be real and, and share what it's like dealing with a lot of mental illness as a fifth year collegiate athlete and how I'm getting through it each day, how I've gotten through it and where I'm at right now. So if this is your first time listening, welcome. First of all, welcome. I encourage you to check out my other episodes because you'll get the whole picture there and hear some of my journey and get some more context behind, you know, a lot of the athletic and nutrition topics that we discuss here. But I'm glad to have you. I'm very excited you're here. And if you're a loyal listener, as always, thank you so much for joining me each week and letting me be a part of your day in some way today. So it wouldn't be an episode without a little weekly recap. So this week was a little different. It was just a training week. We had no race. It was a solid week of training. Um, obviously, I'm in my fifth year season of indoor track. For those of you who are new here, I'm training for, honestly, a lot of events. The 1200, the mile, the 3k, the 5k, anything and everything distance related. <laughs> so it was a it was a solid week of training. I had two really tough workouts. One I did at like 6pm on Wednesday night in the freezing cold. It didn't go as I planned, but I was learning a lot of things from it. We got a lot out of it. I put in the work. And then one workout the next few days did go really well. And that was a turning point. There was a lot of bricks stacked in that one. You know, some some really mental battles that I overcame and physical ones too. So I think it was a good week of training overall. I had a long run on the weekend, which was a mental battle as well. Because it was a very, very hilly route. I do live in Cincinnati, Ohio. And there's hills 
any direction you go, whenever you leave the door of your house, if you go left, if you go right, if you go straight, if you take the back road, there's going to be a hill. That's just how it is. That's just how it is. They say the seven hills of Cincinnati. It's deep in Greek mythology, I, I'm telling you. So that is kind of the theme of the city. So the long run was just 13 straight miles of hills. And let me just say, if my teammates weren't there, I don't think I don't think I would have gotten through it. I honestly don't. But that's what teammates are for, right? The camaraderie. We all join in together and suffer the pain train and, and you know, get something out of it too. So nonetheless, it was a good week of training. A weird week of sleep too. Some nights I got like six hours and I'm really starting to track my sleep now. I finally got my aura ring back. I've had so many technological difficulties with them, but I have this aura ring. The app is great. It checks heart rate. Uh, heart rate variability, sleep balance, you know, deep sleep, REM sleep, all of that sleep efficiency. I get to see all of the data and I'm a big, I'm a big science data gal. Like I love knowing what my body is doing and how my body is recovering. It gives you a readiness score. This is not sponsored. I wish it was, but anyways, I've been keeping track of that. I had a lot of nights of six hours sleep and I had two glorious, beautiful nights of nine and a half hours. And it was magical, let me just say. I felt so refreshed. It was so needed. I caught up on some sleep while I was babysitting. I wasn't in my house. There wasn't a million sirens and people screaming at the bars and the liquor store outside. So uh, two nights without sirens meant nine plus hours of sleep. And it was great. It was great, let me tell you. What else happened? I had a friend visit. Went out to dinner a lot. Got out of my comfort zone a little. You know, it's been it's been cold weather. There was a lot more treadmills and bubble runs, like indoor runs that I'm used to. I'm kind of being a wimp, but honestly, like honestly the wind is not my friend. Okay? And I will brave any other element than the wind. I'm I'm literally searching right now because I know it's a pet peeve of I'm literally looking. Pet peeve wind because i know other people i know other people i know this like it's like a thing to does wind piss you off i don't know it's like a thing it's like a thing to like not enjoy the wind i don't okay probably you you might think i'm crazy and I am. I definitely am. But anyways, I hate the wind and it was very windy this week. So training outside was just not, it's just straight up not a good time. Not gonna lie. Not a good time. You know, nonetheless, there were some amazing highlights, really good, fun memories made. You know, I had a really good time. Not a lot of solo runs, which was nice. I had a lot of training buddies this week, but you know, there was there were some really low days as well. <laughs> and I mean, on Saturday... I kind of woke up like bummed about a few things in my life and as much as I hate to admit it, it kind of got worse as the day went on and on Sunday, uh, I, I, you know, I haven't really had a bad day, like a mental breakdown day in a while, but one hit, one hit this week and, and I kind of knew it was coming and I'll explain more in the episode because it's right on theme with being in a weird 
mental place, you know, not fully in a bad place, but not fully good either. And I just let a few things pile up without addressing them. And it's just, it just so happened that I let it take over my whole day on Sunday, which sucked. And, and I wasn't positive and I wasn't present, you know, with my friends when I was in the moment with them. I was thinking about so many other things and so many other things that were really burdening me. And I, I couldn't express it. I couldn't like, I couldn't share how I was feeling because it was just, it felt so overwhelming and it felt so heavy. And I, I eventually did call my sister on Sunday night and I, and I cried for a while and she gave me the advice that I, that I needed in the moment and I'm ready to move on from it. You know, I've also been letting social media slip through my fingers and I feel, I feel like ridiculous for saying this because it's such a first world problem, but it's like one of my passions and in me avoiding it, I've like been avoiding opening up every single app. It honestly has been a little concerning to me on why I keep avoiding opening the apps. Like I keep saying and expressing and going about life as if like I'm very happy right now and I'm very flighty and and things are on the up and I'm so excited about life you know but deep down like there's something going on that I need to address because I can't keep avoiding posting it's like nagging in the back of my brain every day throughout the day when I wake up like you need to be doing this you need to be posting this like you need to be sharing this you need to be writing a little bit like it is just like constant like in my brain and I don't know if that's like a social media addiction, like I don't, I, but I think it's like more so like, I know this is my passion and I know I want to end up doing something in this realm and why you aren't doing it and why you aren't fulfilling your purpose is a huge fear of failure and you need to fucking shake, like you need to get out of it. You need to wake up and you need to, you know, to shake it off and just, just do it. And you can honestly tell your state of mind by your behavior patterns. Like it may seem kind of redundant or kind of obvious, but if you're avoiding doing the things that serve you or help you be that highest version of yourself, something deeper might be going on. But, you know, nonetheless, it was a weird week. We'll move on from it. We have we have more ones coming our way. This next week is a, is going to be a race week and I'm excited for that. But like I said, you know, there's a lots of highs, lots of lows, some normal life things. That's just that's just the day in the life of being just a college gal, you know? But with all that being said, I just want to be honest on on why this episode topic was inspired. I'm in a weird place right now, honestly, and it's so weird to talk about. It's just an unsettling feeling that I can openly talk on this mic about my mental health struggles and it almost doesn't seem real like it doesn't seem like there's any weight to my words if that makes sense you know but when it comes to like talking about this stuff with people in my life that I'm really close to or that I care a lot about I straight up like can't get the words out and I turn into this like emotionally unintelligent individual who's all of a sudden like can't express their feelings like hey Sam what's up I I don't know I nothing nothing no nothing for me nothing on my end you know like that's what I feel like I feel like I, I can't even express anything but 
here and, and talking on TikTok and talking to people on the internet, like it just comes so naturally to me. And I don't know, maybe you feel the same way. You know, maybe a lot of us do. We could talk to a stranger forever or our social media followings about all of this deep stuff. But the people in our lives who truly care about us, it's like so difficult to get the words out, right? Which is so fucking frustrating because I pour my heart and soul out to like a counselor or a therapist like a few times a month. And they told her that I can't talk about my ed with anyone right now, you know? And... I think most of the concerns stemmed from her thinking that I'm somehow trying to keep this door open to the eating disorder that it always has a guest room in my head. Which is fair because when people don't know what you're going through, there's not a lot of accountability with it. Like if I look at back at the times where I was at my worst, it was so much easier like so much easier to hang out with the people who I wasn't that close with because they didn't give a fuck about what I would do. But the people who knew me and and saw my struggle, they would hold me more accountable. They would be like, Sam, what the hell are you doing? Like, this is not healthy. What you're doing is to yourself is not healthy. And when you're mentally going through something, trust me, whatever is going on in your head, it hates to be called out. It hates to be put under the spotlight like, hey, you need to work on this. It hates that. So you hide. And you hide because of your shame. You hide because of your guilt. You hide because it's easier to be alone with your thoughts than to do the hard work of challenging them and and beating the negativity. Honestly, like letting your brain go negative is so much it's so much easier than than fighting the thoughts and being positive. One of my one of my daily habits in my bullet journal is positive affirmations. And I feel like I've mentioned it a few times either on here or on TikTok before, but affirmations have fully changed my mental health. Okay? Like I'm telling you. They're so underrated and I feel so stupid in the beginning, like saying all these positive things about myself to myself because it is such a foreign concept to me. Like, I felt kind of vain, but I also felt, you know, kind of stupid, like, sitting there and thinking and saying, like, you're beautiful, you deserve good things, I am strong, I am enough. Like, I didn't believe any of it at first. But after a few months and months of these phrases, these, like, mantras, I started to believe them. Like, I started to fully believe them. It's like as if they were now subconscious thoughts. Like I was saying them so consciously that now they're in this automatic process, like that background noise that's kind of going on in your head. And and we can actually retrain our subconscious thoughts. We can rewire our brains to think of any mental process, you know, to see more possibilities, to think more positively. A lot of people think, you know, if you have a fixed mindset about something, of course, you're not going to see the end result being being positive. If you if you have a fixed mindset about something and you're negative about it, that is not going to get fixed with just thinking that things will just automatically turn around for you. Rewiring your brain and retraining it is is repetition. It's saying things over and over until you fully encompass them, embody them, believe it. And finally, I was like ridding myself of of toxic relationships and and even entertaining toxic relationships because I was like, I fucking deserve more than this. You know, finally, I was looking in the mirror 
or, you know, being on the start line of a workout or a race and not like hating myself because I realize my talent is so much more than what I look like or, or how other people perceive me. Once you embody or accompany those thoughts that those positive things that you're telling about yourself, you know, I'm strong, I'm beautiful, I deserve good things, I deserve the abundance in my life. When you start to take those on, the other people's perception of you, it almost is like it doesn't matter and you don't need to rely on other people's words to get you through the day anymore. You don't need to rely on their on their approval or their sense of judgment to, to make you feel good or bad about yourself. And when you stop entertaining those people who, who thrive off of like fueling you up or tearing you down, you kind of weed out the, the people who, who really shouldn't be in your life permanently. You know, the, the people who maybe you are glorifying a relationship in your mind and you're thinking, he's the one, he's the one. And some days you just feel so shitty about yourself. And I'm telling you, if you're feeling that way, they're not the one. <laughs> and the only way you can weed out these people is fully embodying your own self sense of worth. And your own sense of of love and respect and saying these affirmations i know i know i know how ridiculous it sounds i know that looking in the mirror or even kind of talking to yourself in the background like saying that you're this great person and you deserve good things and i know it may seem silly but the fact that it took a couple months in this whole entire i would say like the whole entire 2021 for me to kind of get to a point where I'm like fully kind of believing these things just kind of shows me how much work and inner work it takes to fully respect yourself and fully like yourself for who you are. And if you can't do that, who can? And just going back to like keeping track of habits and and keeping track of doing these affirmations, I was keeping track of it in my bullet journal because I like to look back and and see the patterns and see, you know, I keep track of my mood, I keep track of my sleep, I keep track of my mileage, I keep track of little habits and positive affirmations was one that was on there. And when I look back, when I have a really shitty day, I don't check that habit off because when I feel like shit... <laughs> I start to let go of those positive habits and I don't feel like giving myself a pep talk and and it's easier to get going with the negative phrases instead of flipping the script and, and going positive. I had such a great week most of the week last week and you best believe I checked that box off most of the days. You know, I was giving myself positive affirmations being like, I have some really great people in my life and I deserve them. And I deserve to be happy right now. I haven't been in a while and I deserve it. And it was so amazing to be saying those things to myself. But on Sunday when, when things came to a little bit of a crash, I felt like I took five steps backwards. I felt like I could not get myself out of it. Oh my god. Oh my god. It was the most frustrating thing ever. I even said to my friend, I was like, I know. <laughs> I know I'm in a bad mood right now, okay? And I recognize that. But I gotta be honest, I can't snap out of it. I'm trying and I can't. 
like I'm fully aware okay and I recognize that I'm I'm in a bit of a rut right now but I don't really know where to go from here and I feel like when I feel that way how many times can I say feel in a sentence I don't know but anyways I started to like project all of these things onto my friends and and other close people in my life like I would just automatically think like oh god they think I'm so annoying you know I'm probably such a burden right now oh god they think I'm being a Debbie Downer you know a gray rain cloud and I want to be a ray of sunshine but everyone thinks I'm just gloomy and even thoughts like oh my god they definitely think that girl is prettier than me luckily it passed and and I woke up the next day feeling okay and feeling better about myself and where my life is at but sometimes I'm gonna be honest it's it it's not that brief I I am very fortunate that that passed so quickly and I feel like I have a lot of tools little mental tools in my toolbox to get out and to to make those days very quick and sparingly they're very rare these days but you know so sometimes you might just have a bad day and it turns into a bad stretch of days sometimes that gray cloud hanging over your head just doesn't go away that easily and I promise <laughs> I promise I get you trust me to recognize that you know you need to snap out of things but the effort that it takes to get out of it feels like you're about to climb goddamn Mount Everest to get out of it it is really frustrating shit and so I keep saying you know I'm in a weird mental place right now and I say that because I feel myself getting happy and some days I feel lighter (laughs) I don't really get caught up in what's the the healthiest quote-unquote option and I don't get obsessed about exercise to the point where it, it controls my whole day my world is expanding and I'm starting new friendships outside of the team and I'm searching for new places to live to lay down new roots and I'm I'm trying different restaurants and I'm I'm not going to bed on a perfectly curated time and doing my perfect night routine every single night like I'm feeling good about certain relationships and and all of that is so exciting but at the same time my world is also very unknown to me right now so i'm not planning everything to the t i'm going more with the flow but (laughs) but some huge life changes are coming my way in the next four months and i would be lying if if it didn't scare the absolute shit out of me and i've mentioned you know so many times on here before on how we need to let go of control right like We cannot plan every single thing every single day because that's not truly living. And I'm at the point in recovery where I I realize the hurt that I have caused for the people in my life. And I realize the the financial burdens that, that Ed brought. And I realize how many people I pushed away. And I realize how... I can't really trust the image that I see in a photo or in a mirror because I honest to God have no fucking clue if my mind is playing tricks on me. I have no clue what I look like. 
and I have so much awareness that it's it's honestly painful. <laughs> and in some days it just hits me so fucking hard. But then part of me is in such a good place where I'm I'm ready to accept new relationships and I'm ready to to feel deserving of good things and good opportunities and good people and I'm ready to feel deserving of food again and and rest days and it's amazing but the fact that I have to completely let go of ed voices once and for all or I or I wouldn't be fully living is really unnerving <laughs> I would always have this this shady part about me that I somehow can't let people in on. And when I hide things and when you hide things, it's just the perfect opportunity for that shame, that little shame gremlin guy to seep in again. To to make you feel like you're hiding things. That the people in your life will just find out and they'll judge you and they'll think differently of you. And it makes you turn on other people because you hate a part of yourself. And when the shame seeps in and you let it, it's honestly it's honestly kind of scary on the things that you can project onto other people that aren't necessarily true in I, I feel like I'm saying this a lot like the projecting but in psychology you know all the time you talk about projections right like what do I even mean by that well let me just give you an example like let's say let's say you cut your hair and you really hate it <laughs> you're like no no <laughs> this isn't it this is not it and you think about it and you think about it and it's all you fixate on. And so when people go up to you, it could be about anything, but people are coming up to you, you automatically think that they're staring at your hair and that they hate it. And you're sitting there thinking, you know, oh my God, they notice it and they think it's so bad. Oh my God, they're staring at my hair. Oh my God. <laughs> That's it. That's it. Everyone's going to know me as like, you know, whatever. That's called a projection. You're projecting your own insecurities onto someone else and it's hard to it's hard to ignore it's hard to recognize but at the end of the day it is your thoughts and not theirs your friends could have come up to you for who god knows what but you are thinking all this time you're so fixated on your own hair that you you think that they hate it too and then you make them out to be the bad guy but it's really just you it's your reality. It's it's your twisted reality of your brain telling you that they think something that maybe they're not thinking at all. There's a there's been a lot of times that I projected thoughts onto onto other people and I hate to admit it, you know. The she thinks I miss, like they think I look fat, they think I'm slow, they think I'm the worst runner in the world, they think I don't look like a runner, you know? I I remember I remember struggling a little bit mentally one of my years in track. I, I can't remember if it was sophomore year or freshman year. Nonetheless, I was struggling mentally in workouts and I was having little panics and I couldn't get through some of them because I would just put so much pressure onto this one day, this one day a week, this workout day. And I remember having my coach tell me that I would be a 10K girl and that I would do the 10K race and, you know, six miles. And she thought that I was, you know, the next prospect for that event and it was some sort of weird pride thing for me and I was like I carried it as like a badge of honor like 
I just pictured I think I pictured the stereotype in my mind of like the 10k girl being like the tiniest girl and just because she does so many miles a week and that was just the stigma that I held in my own brain that was just the generalization that I already preconceived and so yeah it was definitely my sophomore year so so when she told me you know we're not gonna try it this year and looking back, I know it was because she she knew if I couldn't get through a 400 meter workout, you know, if I couldn't get through 400 meter repeats without like crying or freaking out, how am I going to get through 25 laps on the track, like fast paced and in against huge competition? And I know looking back, hold on, the sirens, we're going to take a short little break. Gotta love them gotta love them. I'm feeling a good six to seven hour night of sleep tonight. What do you think? Maybe less? I don't know. Aura Ring will tell me. But looking back, I know she had my best interests in mind. I know she was thinking of my mental health and what I could handle and what I... <laughs> you know, she knew best what I could handle in that moment. But going back to the projection thing, I was worried that year that I was gaining more weight than I had freshman year and I was worried that people would notice that that I wasn't as tiny and so when she told me you know we're not going to do that I remember just like thinking that I didn't look like a distance runner anymore I was like she doesn't think I can do it she probably thinks I've gained so much weight and then I it was like horrible it was horrible what I projected on to <laughs> I just it is so toxic looking back. That's just like the worst mindset. Would I ever say that to anyone else in my life? No. No. I would never. I would never say that to someone else. I would never think that that's why my coach was telling my teammate that. You know, I'd say, oh, you know, maybe she's struggling in workouts. She needs to focus on the 5K instead. You know, that makes total sense. But for some reason, I'm so hard on my goddamn self that I took it the worst way possible. I projected the worst thing onto her and thought, you know, she thinks this of me. It was my own insecurity. It was my own self, not even se sense of self-worth. I had none. I had absolutely none. My whole self-worth was devoted into running. And when that didn't go my way, I didn't know who the hell I was. And if I didn't know that, I didn't know my image. And I didn't have this identity of a small little runner girl. Which is all I wanted at the end of the day. And looking back, it's it's really sad. <laughs> it's I'm not gonna lie. It's it's really tough for me to bring up, but I feel like I have to because I I know that you may be struggling with this. I know that a lot of people struggle with this. I answered DMs and I have conversation with people about how they just they can't step on the line when they don't feel good in their body and they think that the other girls are are judging them or it's just it's pretty effed up just how these standards have been set and how we feel the need to change ourselves to fit a certain mold and I'm going on a little bit of a tangent here but I just think that that is just kind of the concept of projections and when I look at where I was and my worst the projections were high and I thought everyone was out to get me I thought everyone was judging me and it was untrue it was a disordered thought 
And when I look at where I am in my most self-assured place, people's words, you know, they kind of just bounce right off me now. And, you know, some things get to me. I'm not going to lie. I'm, I'm human. I, I do, you know, get upset if someone says something a little rude. Like, but I feel like I'm in a place where I know who I am to the core enough to, to be able to move on a little bit from it and a little bit better. And to be like, you know what? Okay, that's one person's opinion. They may take one snap judgment at this given time of day. But, you know, I know who I am and I know what I need to work on to be a better individual. And, and we'll go from here. And so when I talk about mental health limbo, <laughs> mental health limbo, a very confusing stage in recovery. And I have no idea if that's a trademark term. Please don't sue me if you came up with that. But I, I just feel like I'm at the point where I am so past my worst, where I cannot see myself relapsing or going back, but I am so, at the same time, terrified of, of letting go, of moving forward, and it causes me to feel stuck. And just the thought about how much work it would be to fully relapse and to go back to my old habits and how much money it would cost for treatment and how much how much more money it would cost for treatment and how much time it would take up in my life and how many more relationships I would completely ruin it's just it's a pretty sickening thought to me and and very unappealing you know but on the the contrary Going forward and letting go of what little control I have, I feel I have over my diet or my looks or my sport performance, it just kind of feels impossible sometimes. Like I always feel like I'll have this functional mental state where, where no one really notices if they don't look close enough, but you know, to the point where it still kind of disrupts my life. A little bit so I'm not fully embracing who I am and and what life has to offer. So I share all this about being in this you know in-between state because I feel like you can resonate with this. I mean I feel like a lot of people can just being in this in-between state where you know you're in a worse place before so it's not like you're at your worst but you're also not feeling like your best self right now or you're not feeling like you're really fulfilling you know, what you are meant to do or meant to be this higher version of yourself, you know, you don't feel quite there yet. And you know that the steps that you have to take are are a little bit challenging and a little bit scary, but going back is also very scary as well. And you feel just stuck. And going through treatment, I always heard these great success stories. And I would see this girl on Instagram or I would hear this testimonial and see how someone came out the other side and how they don't have any more thoughts about controlling their food or controlling their looks and and they they live life and they go to the beach and they eat pizza and drink wine and I just sat there just reading all these things like no how how do you do that? How I don't understand. I, I don't understand how you can just go from being a miserable, quiet, you know, 
insecure person to just like eating a whole box of pizza on the beach like whatever I didn't understand how they got there I didn't understand how they got through the middle hump and and every day I'm learning on and how I take you know just a couple more steps forward and I might take a step back some days Sunday wasn't a great day for me I felt like it took seven steps backwards not every week is going to be perfect not every month is going to be perfect not every day but I finally feel like I need to document what it's like being in the middle the limbo the the in-between and not fully not fully knowing how to get out of it right this minute (laughs) I wish I could sit here and, and give you 20 steps on how to get out of mental health limbo how do you fully recover? How do you fully get over all these negative thoughts in your brain? I wish I could give you the step-by-step tutorial, but I'm just going to have to be honest with you that I'm in the middle of it and somehow I'm going to find my way out. Somehow. And whether that's something that I keep track of every week and just share it in the months to come, I don't know. Maybe we'll, maybe we'll see. Maybe we'll come up with strategies as we go on how to fully get to the place where I am just content with how I am and how I look and who I want to become and who I hang around with. I I don't know. I mean, does anyone ever feel so 100% self-assured? Probably not. We all have our doubts, right? But again, I don't want to get sued here, okay? Not that I think that this is big enough to reach this influencer, but, and you know, maybe I shouldn't say the name. Maybe I'll bleep it out. But I don't want to be... I don't want to be... Okay, I'm going to be honest. I don't. I don't. I I look at her and I realize that is exactly what I will be if I don't let go of some of my rules. I don't want to be the mom that's super controlling of what my child eats. I I don't want to be the crazy mom that has to have gluten-free, dairy-free, sugar-free everything. I, I don't want to promote to young, growing girls who need to be empowered, who who need to realize that there is so much more to life than aesthetics and the food on your plate. I don't want to make them feel like they have to make these restricted baked goods and they have to go out and buy these $20 extra ingredients of buckwheat and, and this and that to just make a simple dessert. I look at content like that and and I resonate with it. Truly, I do. Because I'm this holistic health guru, right? Like, that's what I'm about, you know? Who's all about being natural and natural ingredients and and nourishing your body with real whole foods. But at the same time, I want to show athletes and, and women, like, hey, it's okay if you're drinking Gatorade before your competition. Like, you're gonna use those carbs as fuel source. It's a perfect option you don't want a whole big meal you know great drink drink the carbs you know have some Gatorade have this have a little cliff bar like I want to show athletes like yes at the end of the day sure nourish your body with whole foods but don't get so fixed on it on it that if you're at a meet and your team only brings these quick sugar things that are you know a little bit more processed than an apple it's okay if you have it it's okay if you boost your performance up with a little bit of manufactured sugar I, I I want to show people that it's okay you can have regular pasta instead of having edamame or chickpea pasta that costs you $4 more for half the servings. I also want to be like, you know, sure, 
sure, I'll go grab a burger with you. Or, or like, go on a freaking date without having to worry about what, what restaurant we're going to. <laughs> I'm so tired of it. I'm so tired and exhausted of doing that. And it's such, like I said, a, a confusing, almost like turning point in my life, I think. Because I'm starting to, to fully realize my mindset. And, and I think I got so comfortable having this functional disorder. You know, being able to, to look healthy, quote-unquote, and go through life with a few rules in my back pocket. But honestly, guys, I- I'm going to just be honest. It's fucking exhausting. <laughs> Even living with, like, five rules instead of, like, 200, it still is. It, it is so embarrassing to me to have someone like you and and want to take you to dinner and y- you just be like um yeah sorry i don't want to go to that place you know that you just kindly out of the good heart of your soul just picked out for us to go to and have a good time but i don't want to go there mm-hmm. i hate that <laughs> i hate it and i think that these past few weeks i've realized I've gotten quite a slap in the face and and no one, no one said anything. No one, you know, was judging me. Of course, the good people in my life, you know, they were accommodating and they were super nice. And and that made me feel a little guilty of being like, why am I being like this? How am I going to be, you know, in 10 years to come in 20 years to come? Like, I don't know. I, I don't think that the, it can go on like this. And if, if I'm resonating with you, I hope that you understand kind of what I'm saying. I feel like I'm beating around the bush here, but I just, I'm in this limbo and I, and I realize where I need to go, but letting go of that control and being like, sure, you know, let's go here. I don't, I don't know. You picked it out. It's probably good. You know, that just is scary right now to me. And I know that I'll get over it because... I'm recognizing it in the first step. The first step is always just recognizing where you need to go from here. Because you can't be at rock bottom and have no end point in sight. And have no light at the top of the well to to crawl out to. You know, you need something to look forward to. You need to be like, okay, here's where I'm at. I'm going to accept where I'm at right now. But here's how I'm going to go forward or here's what I'm going to do to maybe go forward. Maybe you reach out to someone else. Maybe you can't recognize it yourself. Maybe you go talk to someone. Maybe you talk to your school counselor. Maybe you go schedule an appointment with a therapist. Maybe you call your sister or your sibling and you just kind of talk it out for a while. Sometimes we can't pull ourselves out of ruts. I couldn't on Sunday to call my sister. You know, there's no shame in that. But I just think that a lot of us are in this limbo and and I really wish I had like a mentor <laughs> during the worst of my ed to be like hey I'm here but you know the middle sucked just just warning you <laughs> the middle was not fun because I don't think there's a lot of awareness in that and I think that the peaks and the valleys are glorified and the rock bottoms are, you know, we see these before and after videos on Instagram or videos on TikTok or the before and after photos on Instagram. And we see the rock bottom when we see the triumph. But where is that middle ground? 
we don't see it a lot. And so it's hard to move on because we don't have the rule book for it. We don't have the instruction manual. And it's something that you got to just figure out what's best for you and what serves you in the moment. And that can be a tricky thing to do. So recognize that it's normal. Recognize that just embrace where you're at right now and know that you can move forward from here. And going backwards is not an option and it shouldn't be an option and it shouldn't be glorified in your mind of these were the good times, you know, I was so small or everyone cared about me when I was, you know, a little bit sicker because I promise you those thoughts are irrational and disordered. There's no going back. You have to go forward. We're going to get out of limbo, but we're not going to go down. We're going to go up. So that's my take on it. Like I said, I'm going to be documenting this. I I am going to not let it affect my track season. I'm going to keep my eyes forward. I'm going to keep my eyes on my goals. I have them written down. I have, you know, daily things and daily habits that I need to keep track of. And I know all of those things will help me pull me towards the right direction. Okay. So wrapping it up, I'm going to end on some questions, a little bit of you guys' thoughts, because I've said my piece. I think I've gotten my point across in any way I can. But on Instagram, I just asked, you know, I said the the theme of the episode. And I asked you guys to ask some questions about it and that might get featured. So I think I think we'll have time for like two or three that I'll get to. So the first question was, you know, tips for stress, anxiety, mental health before races. And last week's episode really, really hit the nail on the coffin with this because it's all about racing, you know, but to to be brief and to answer it, I would say, you know, have a mantra. And like we talked about just having the positive affirmations having that mantra to center you in a race and to to bring you back, you know, practice it in training, practice it in your hardest workouts and carry that with you throughout the race, throughout the hardest part of the race, throughout, you know, the moments leading up to the race, have some sort of phrase, some sort of why written out and repeated in your mind that centers you. When I used to really struggle with a lot of race anxiety, I would write you know, something that I accomplished in training, like something like a really good day. I remember like I would do these long runs with my guys in my hometown or my guy friends in my hometown over the summer. And we would hammer out these incredible long runs. I did like 15 miles with them, like 640 average. Like I just felt so fit that summer. And in races, I kept struggling on a three-mile race, like in a, in a 5K. I would struggle for three miles when I could hammer out, you know, 15 just fine. But it was just the mental aspect of things. And I would just write. And then some of the, the races at the end of the season, I would write, like, long runs with Sam and Evan and, and Derek. You know, I would, I would say, like, remember that moment in August when you had and you felt so on top of the world and I would write down you know the date of that run or I'd write down something I accomplished or I would even write down you know something that my grandpa had said to me because he was a big track runner in his day and he would always give me little words of advice and all of his cards used to say something about track and I would just do it for him or I'd do it for someone else kind of taking yourself out of the equation and and having a why that's bigger than just you 
can also kind of help dissipate some of that anxiety, I think, a little bit. Visualizing also can help, you know, visualizing the race on the bus or the car trip on the way over. Visualize the good, but also visualize the bad happening. You know, you get bumped, you get boxed in. How do you recover? How do you, what's your move? What's your take on that? You got to be prepared for anything and everything because a lot can happen. And there's been races where I fell, there's been races where I've gotten boxed in, I've gotten spiked. And you just have to visualize yourself getting out of it and, and crossing the finish line and smiling at the finish line. And the more you practice that over and over and that visualization in your mind, the better the outcome is going to be. So I would say, you know, to keep it brief, positive affirmations, uh, having a mantra, visualizations, they'll carry you so far. They are so, so underrated, <laughs> let me just say. Um, the next question, another one was, how do you handle having to take a step backwards in your progress with both your ed and mental health and recenter yourself? So taking a step backwards, you know, in your progress, I think this one is great <laughs> because I just think a lot of the times there are certain things, whether whether it's something someone says to you someone says a comment near you that you overhear, you know, you watch something on TV that triggers you, you read it on social media. There's literally so many external things in the world that can harm your progress if you let it. You know, comments from other people. Wow, you're eating so much, you know. Even if it's a helpful comment, it, it can just send send us in a, in a downward spiral if we let it, right? And the hard part, I think, about making so much mental progress is that you think you should be past all these things. I think the thing that trips me up the most is like when so someone says a comment to me and it, it for some reason, I thought I was past it, but it just bothers me so much. I start to have this question of self like, am I... Like, have I even recovered? Like, am I in a better mental place than I was? Like, why is this bothering me so much? Like, what's wrong with me? Like, why do I feel like I did three years ago? Like, what is happening? And it sends me into this, like, questioning if I've en made any progress, if I've moved on at all. And so when something bothers you or you feel like you haven't moved on as much as you think you have, it's so frustrating to be like, you know, have I even progressed at all? And like, how do we move on from that? To recenter, I would say, you have to look at how far you've come. You just have to, because in the moment that you, you won't feel like you've moved on at all. And you have to think, of where you were a year ago, where you were two years ago. You know, think of the day. Think of, you know, today is January 24th. Where was I January 24th, 2021? I can tell you it was not a good place. I was at Cycle Bar, probably. I was cross-training. I wasn't running fully. I, you know, I, I have to look at something like that to see how far I've come. So timelines can be great looking back, recenter a little bit and see how far you have come. And write things down that you're grateful for right now in this very moment that you couldn't imagine life without. 
Because I think sometimes when we worry that we haven't progressed or that we're not going anywhere, we're in this limbo like I talked about, we're not staying in the present moment. We're worried about the future, we're regretting the past, or we're looking back on the past, and we're not present. And being grateful for something right here, right now, is honestly the best tool that you can whip out of your pocket because bringing the gratitude into your life is just showing yourself that you deserve these good things you're showing yourself that you do have good in your life and you have come a far away and you will go great places and you know you can be grateful for the people that are in your life you can be grateful for the opportunities that are in your life you can be grateful for just little simple things. You can even think about a moment in time that would not be possible if it weren't for recovery. I think about that all the time. I'm like, honestly, I would not have said yes to go to this dinner if I hadn't recovered, if I hadn't, you know, done all this work these past few years. Or I wouldn't have enjoyed that dinner. I wouldn't have met this great person. And I wouldn't be in this position today. Or I think about you know where I was a year ago with injury and I think about how great I feel in my body now and I'm like if I didn't pick myself up and recover and nourish my body and heal it back to health and and mend it back to health I wouldn't be feeling this this great feeling after the run today that I would so I think about a moment where if I had just given in to the voices I would not have experienced that moment. It can seep into so much of our lives and it (laughs) it makes me tear up a little on how much I know it may affect you. It may affect your loved one. Maybe you're listening to this for a friend and you know maybe you know someone who who's going through it. I it breaks my heart to know how many of us struggle with with this And I just want you to know that it will get better and there is a light at the end of the tunnel and maybe we haven't reached it yet, but it's going to be there and we're on the journey to it. And every day that you fight the thoughts and every day that you overcome the negative ones with positive thoughts and every day that you remind yourself you're grateful for this life, you're grateful for your body, you're grateful for the things that it does for you is a day of taking a step in the right direction. It is so normal, though, to take a step backwards. I feel like I do it almost every week. I feel like I do it (laughs) a couple times a month. But I recenter with reminding myself the good in my life and how healthy I am and how it's great to be able to nourish my body with healthy foods and how I want to be present with my friends instead of worrying about every little thing that goes into or onto my body, you know. And so that's how I kind of recenter. And I hope that answered your question. It was a bit of a, a bit of a tangent. But um, anyways, I'm just going to wrap it up here. With all that being said, thank you so much for taking the time out of your day to listen to this. I hope you got something out of it. I hope that you don't feel so alone if you're in that limbo state. And I hope you don't mind me sharing where I'm at right now. I I just felt 
the need to be very honest and very real and you know I'm a college athlete and I'm so grateful for the opportunity to be running at this amazing school and to be getting this great education but I would be lying if I said that every day was super sunshine and rainbows and I would be lying to say that you know at my weekly recaps I can talk about how amazing my week was but I wouldn't be fully honest and fully real if I if I didn't share the lows as well as the highs and that's just a part of life and some of us are burdened with more negative thoughts than others and it's all about how we press on (laughs) it's all about how we flip the script and start thinking better thoughts and start having more of a sense of self-worth and start prioritizing ourselves So that we welcome good people into our lives after we love ourselves, if that, if that makes sense. But I'm just going to stop it here. Thank you for listening. That's it from me this week. We're pressing on. We're moving on to better things. I'm excited for what the season is going to bring. I can't believe we made it through January, but we got a whole lot of semester left. So let's just get through it one day at a time. Share this episode with a friend, a family member, a teammate, an uncle, a cut. Well, uncle wouldn't really be the demographic that is this is catered to. But hey, anyone can listen, you know. But anyways, you know, a cousin, a family member, whoever, whoever you think needs it. Um, It helps the message reach more people. And I'm really appreciative of that. So give this a rating on either apple podcast or spotify because they both do ratings now and leave it a review because i'll read it so you know keep on listening whatever platform you prefer be sure to keep up with daily instagram stories and i promise tiktoks are coming okay i promise at holistically sam is where you can find me for more of those daily details so i appreciate you so much let's make it a great week share little testimony if you haven't already dm it to me on instagram or email to me like i said last week i'll be sharing one every week but now i need a couple more so come on send it in the world needs to hear your thoughts um i'll keep it anonymous you know i've gotten really amazing ones and and i want to hear yours as well because we all have a story to share and i am just the bridge to share it you send it to me i send it to the world It works like that. (laughs) That's it for me. Okay, another siren coming, so I'm going to wrap this up. Thank you. I love you. We'll talk soon. Bye.